Another bad loss for the Anaheim Ducks, and they come up short once again and spot a multi-goal lead once again. Oh, this is so Ducks this season. We'll talk about that and more on this edition of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. <laughs> Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, or TLOPN. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for well over a decade, far too long. And hey, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Locked On NHL for 20 bucks off your first ticket purchase on Game Time. So we've got a lot to get to on this one. The Ducks, a bad loss in Colorado. And this just after beating Colorado. Oh, yeah. Just one of those things, I guess. Because it's too little, too late again. And what do I mean by that? Well, the Ducks have a penchant. A penchant, shall we say. For allowing multi-goal leads. They've done it several times this season. They've done it more so in the last... Nine games. Ugh. Four of the last nine games, they furiously try to come back, only to fall short. This is not a good pattern. However, however, let me repeat this. Have patience. Let me repeat this. This team is still better than the previous four years under the Dallas Eakins regime. I feel that It is, in a sense, better to spot a lead and almost come back as opposed to having a lead and blowing it in the end. I did a series last season on the number of times that the Ducks blew a lead with under three minutes left in regulation. And this happened more times than you think and more times than I want to admit where I say, oh, the Ducks had a lead. They could have had it. Oh, they blew it again. Now the Ducks are just getting off to slow starts, but they're furiously coming back. So I don't know what necessarily is better. The only thing I do know is the results are the same. Losses. And one goal losses again. This has been a recurring issue for the Ducks, but it's happening more often right now. Let me go back to the last four games, not including this game that just took place in Colorado. Let me go back to the Florida Panthers game. Uh, I think it was like two and a half, three weeks ago now, where Florida got off to a 2-0 lead very quickly in the first period. The Ducks came storming back towards the very end. I think that game, they outshot them like 11 bajillion to 5. Frank Vitrano did score on the power play, but the Ducks came up one goal short and barely lost that game 2-1 to one to the Florida Panthers. The game against St. Louis, that one was frustrating. St. Louis jumped, and I mean jumped out in this game. They had a 3-0 lead. Anaheim scored one in the second, almost scored another in the third. Actually, they could have come back in the third. They kind of outplayed St. Louis in the third period and still wound up losing that game. 
How about the game against oh Montreal? Yeah, that that one sucked. Montreal had a two nothing lead, then a three one lead, and it was up to Mason McTavish to will the team back. Now the Ducks did tie that game, and then New Hook won it in the end. Ah, curses! Oh, there's a theme by the way in all these games. In all of the games that I just mentioned, it's that second line that has led the Furious comeback. Vetrano, McTavish, those are the main those are the only two guys that have scored in all those games that I'm talking about. How about the game that just took place against the Washington Capitals? That one pissed me off too. Well, that pissed me off for multiple reasons. That pissed me off because Tom Wilson got a freaking hat trick in that game. So, yeah, I, I speak for a lot of the Ducks fans. Yeah, they were pissed off too. I don't blame y'all for being pissed off at that game. Tom Wilson scoring a freaking hat trick. Goaltending being suspect on that game. Ducks making bad turnovers. The kids, they were not doing their best in that game defensively as well. So there was a lot to be pissed off about in that game. How about the fact that they spotted Washington four goals? Washington had a big lead. Third period comeback once again. Guess who had to come to the rescue on that game again? Frank Vetrano. Frank Vetrano tried to come to the rescue in that game, but fell one goal short. That was a 5-4 win for the Washington Capitals. And it happened again in Colorado. Colorado spotted three goals. This is not a good pattern for the Ducks. I mean, not that it's much better than blowing leads in the end. But it's still not good. It's not good that they're getting just outplayed and outmuscled. And, you know, you've got to play 60 minutes of hockey. I mean, great for the Ducks to <laughs> play a solid 20 minutes of hockey again. This this has got to stop. They've got to play a full 60 minutes. They cannot just play a solid 20 minutes or a solid 25 minutes. This is going to come with experience. This is going to come with a lot of the young guys learning that they need to come out like gangbusters right away. And this is also on the defense, too. The defense cannot relax in any part of this game. John Gibson or Lukas Dostal cannot relax at any part of this game, especially in the starts of games. That's something that needs to be addressed. I mean, as I said, too little, too late again. Five of their last nine games, the comeback falls just that short. So, yeah, patterns, patterns, y'all. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission while I calm down a little bit and not get so pissed off. Talk about the game in detail. We'll get to that on the other side. Now a word from Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. You could find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match Assessments, Virtual Interviews, etc. And, you know, it makes hiring all in one place so easy because you have your top candidates right here. You have your skilled people here. You have someone that is going to match your description and boom, landed spot right there. 
Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you've got to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. So visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring right now. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Do you need to hire? Well, folks, you need Indeed. Welcome back to Locked on Anaheim Ducks, part of TLOPN. Once again, you were locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. Another frustrating loss for the Ducks. Let's talk about it. The fifth time in the last nine games. I talked about the previous four. I talked about the pattern. How about number five in nine games? Let, let's get to that. The Ducks spotted Colorado not one, not two, but three goals. Oh, that, that's so great, isn't it? Uh. Look, Colorado is a very good team. They're a Stanley Cup contender. This could have been a complete blowout. It could have been like the last time the Ducks played in Colorado. Oh, remember that? That's a game that we kind of want to forget about. The Ducks lost 8-2. to They got shelled in that game. They allowed eight goals. Ah! At least in this one, they only allowed three goals. So, baby steps. Yeah! Oh, yeah, that guy, McKinnon, he got three points. Um, imagine my surprise when former Ontario Reign, Los Angeles Kings player, and noted enemy of the Anaheim Ducks, Curtis McDermott, scored the opening goal just a minute 40 into the game. And this was a shot where he just he just beat Gibby. He beat Gibby over his left shoulder. I don't think Gibby really wanted that one back. I think more so the defense should have been on Kurt. Well, okay. I need to be careful here. Part of me wants to say, yes, the defense should have been on Curtis McDermott. But (laughs) Curtis McDermott is not a known goal scorer. That's only his second goal this whole season. And maybe his fifth goal in 365 days. He doesn't score a lot, folks. I mean, when he was with the Ontario Reign, you know what Curtis McDermott did? He fought a lot. He played defense. He converted to forward. He was one of those guys that just kind of um, played up a little bit more than he should have at first. And then Coach Stuthers, yes, the same Mike Stuthers, said, you know what, Mac? I I think we're going to move you up a little bit. I think we're going to start playing you in a more power defensive position. Maybe put you in a power forward. So he was converted to that power forward role. But McDermott, even with that conversion, he still was not known as an elite goal scorer, even close to it. He's known as a fighter. So when he got called to the LA Kings, of course, he becomes the enemy of the Ducks and starts pummeling a lot of Ducks players. Then he goes to Colorado. Wins a Stanley Cup. (laughs) Curtis McDermott won a Stanley Cup. Good Lord. Yeah. McDermott, through all his fights and battles, he wound up scoring. And the look on his face, even McDermott was surprised that he scored that damn goal. Good for him, I guess. Woohoo. So 1-0 early on. 
And then Nathan McKinnon scores later on in the second period, right at the end of the second. Nice little wrister. And then very quickly in the third period, a very fast goal by Logan O'Connor. It's 3 nothing Colorado right away. And you got to sit there going, well, it's not eight, but it isn't good. <laughs> it's going to take a monumental effort for the Ducks to come back. Well, you know what? I got to give props to Sam Carrick because he was the one shorthanded that knocked the puck loose, beat everyone else, and scored that goal. Ah, beauty, beauty of a goal. And I think this is still one of my favorite things about Sam Carrick is he still does not give up on plays. And this was a goal where he kind of showed a little bit of that speed that we know he is capable of. We've seen it before. We saw it in San Diego. Maybe not so much last season because he was dealing with a hip issue. And I talked about Sam Carrick in a previous podcast where he was looking to regain that speed and looking to play more up and looking to beat guys again. And he did that on this play. He got a stick out, beat the two defenders, and just went in unassisted and just got it right past Georgiev. To make it 3-1 Colorado. And then. We had not one but two penalties. And this is. I think where it was very smart. Of coach uh, Cronin. To call a timeout. Because there was two penalties. And oh look who got that second penalty. While trying to wash. Leo Carlson. You know what. Curtis McDermott. I, I gotta say Curtis. I did not appreciate you going after Leo Carlson. The kid's only 18 years old. He's not much of a fighter. I mean, pick on someone else. Pick on someone your own size. And because of that, McDermott also got a penalty. So two drawn penalties. Ducks go on a five-on-three. Coach calls a timeout. Right off the timeout, Leo Carlson left wide open on the right side on a nice feed from Troy Terry. That made it 3-2 to two with about six minutes to go. Okay. Starting to see something. Starting to go somewhere. And then what do you think happened after that? Well, the Ducks committed... You ready for this? You ready for the broken record? Broken record time. The Ducks committed a late penalty just when they had the momentum. Again. Lather, rinse, repeats. The lack of discipline... Has haunted them time and time again. This time, not so much lack of discipline, but a lack of awareness. Because the Ducks had six men on the ice for a solid 10 seconds. And I can't believe it took that long for the linesmen or the refs to finally see it and go, Oh, crap, we kind of missed that. Okay, hand up. Yep. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, too, too many. Too many. So that kind of killed all the momentum. That penalty come came with about three minutes left. Ducks just was on the kill the rest of the time. Three to two final score in Colorado. The Ducks have now lost nine of their last ten games. And they're in trouble. They're in trouble already, folks. And you know what? It's not looking too good looking ahead. And we will talk about that after the second intermission. Stay locked in. And now a word 
from Game Time. That's right, the Game Time app is better than ever. And you know what, folks? I have used Game Time personally. I still use it to get my sports tickets. And if you go on Game Time right now, which I'm going to do right now because I'm going to go off script because I've used Game Time for multiple Angels tickets that were $1, $2, $3, etc. Looking at the next home game for the Anaheim Ducks, you can get tickets for as low as $20 against the Winnipeg Jets. You heard that right, $20 tickets. Those are your cheapest tickets, folks. And you also got flash deals. You could slide to unlock and see the latest flash deals that are going on. So that's for the Jets game. Maybe you want to look ahead. Game against the Flames, 40 or sorry, $24 for the cheapest ticket. Wow, that's actually not bad at all. How about Sharks, 20 bucks. Sabres, 20 bucks. You see where I'm going with this. Blue Jackets, $17. So if you want to find great tickets at a very good price and not worry about, you know, where you're going to get your tickets from, get it from Game Time. Last minute deals. Best prices guaranteed. And if you download the Game Time app right now, use code Locked On NHL for twenty dollars off your first order from Game Time. Game Time, lowest prices guaranteed. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host Jason JD Hernandez. Let's look ahead a little bit, and I'm going to explain why it's not going to look good. The Ducks are still without Trevor Zegras. The Ducks are still without Jimmy Drysdale. However, they are skating again, but it's not looking like they're going to come back right away because they did not make the trip, and they're not even practicing with the team yet. So it still could be a little bit before we see Zegris and Drysdale back. And same with Mason McTavish, who also did not make the trip. So you're missing three of your best kids on the lineup. Yeah, there's cause for concern. There should be absolutely cause for concern. And looking at the schedule coming up, um, are, are you worried, folks? You, you should be worried because here's what's coming up for the Ducks. Oh, the pain. Now, they do have the game at Chicago. But Chicago has looked, you know, kind of decent. And they're playing Connor Bedard. Connor Bedard just scored his first shootout goal. It looked really good. Then they're back home against Winnipeg, who has, who's been okay. Then they begin the road trip, the New York road trip. Now, I've made this road trip before. This is kind of an interesting time to be in New York if you're a SoCal hockey fan. Because this is the first time in a few years, actually more than a few years that I could recall, that both the Ducks and the Kings are in the New York area in the same time. You, 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 okay, yeah, not even kidding. And even going by memory, because I've done that trip before, I did it with the Los Angeles Kings about a decade ago and went to all three games. I went to Nassau, Madison Square Garden, The Rock in New Jersey, and it's a fun road trip. So, Ducks fans, if you're thinking about seeing a bunch of hockey in a few days, hey, why not do it? And with the Kings out there, 
yeah, you could see the Kings if you want if you want to see that as well, you could watch the Kings too. Just for just for fun, let's see what the schedule is coming up for the Kings too, just because it's kind of wacky. You'll you'll see why I'm bringing this up. The Kings are not playing in New Jersey on this road trip because of the Ducks. So the Kings are only doing two of the teams in New York. They're at the Islanders on December 9th. They're at the Rangers on December 10th. Then the Ducks come into town. The Ducks are in uh, Long Island on the 13th, at Madison Square Garden on the 15th, and at New Jersey on the 17th. That road trip is going to be very tough. Oh, and you have a very, very solid up-and-coming Detroit Red Wings team on that same road trip. I'm going to level with y'all. The Islanders, they're pretty decent, but the Ducks haven't really played that well in Long Island. So that's going to be a tough one. The game at MSG. The Rangers might be the best team in the East. No offense to the Bruins fans, but I think the rain I think the Rangers time might be this season. This might be their year to make it to the cup final. And they're very good. The Devils, they're starting to get healthy again. They're starting to pick up and they're starting to get some you know, get some points again. Devils could win that game. Detroit, I think they're a playoff team this year. I truly believe that. The Ducks are going to be lucky to get four points out of those four games. I could I could see them getting two or three points from that road trip. So it's going to be very tough sliding ahead for this Anaheim Ducks team. Especially when you consider, like I just mentioned, all those guys missing, all those kids missing. Who are you going to bring up? Who's going to step up? Is Bo Gru going to step up? Who's going to be the guy, the next guy up for the Ducks? We don't know. Nobody knows. And with all these injuries starting to hamper the Ducks right now, it's going to be tough to bring everyone back up to speed. You know, you have the game on Thursday. Then you have the game on Sunday. But who knows who's going to play on Sunday? And who knows which players are going to make that long road trip back east? That's going to be tough. If the Ducks can somehow manage to do okay on that road trip, then maybe they have a decent shot after that. But it's going to be tough, folks. Just got to level with you. All right. I don't want to end on that sour note, so I'll try to end on a positive note that we are 20 days away from Christmas. So just kind of happy thoughts there. And also, just for me personally, you know, got a little bit of a surprise later on this week. So I cannot wait. Really cannot wait. All right, that's going to do it for this podcast. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, ad-free on Amazon. Don't forget to subscribe on the YouTube. You can follow me on the app formerly known as Twitter, at StimpyJD. And the show's Twitter or X is at LO underscore Ducks. You could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. And I'm opening up the mailbox this week. I've already gotten a couple questions. So I figure let's open up the mailbox. I will answer any questions on Friday. There's a reason 
that I'm answering questions on Friday. You'll see. Once again, thank you all for your continued support. It is so greatly appreciated. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the evening. Please remember to be safe out there. Be kind to one another. And Ducks fly together. <laughs>